Welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki and I am here because we have a special request on how to talk to overachieving teens on how to find balance in life. So, you know, not all teens are overachievers. There's a lot of them that do not need this episode. All right, but there are some who are running down the road quick towards burnout. And when you ha- are a mom or a dad who's noticing this in their very capable teens um, and are concerned about their well-being in the long run, it's a good thing to be talking about. So let's talk about helping overachievers find balance. So, okay. All right, so overachieving teens, especially in the homeschool community, what we see is these are the kids that are involved in everything, um, not because necessarily they love everything, they might, um, but they think they need to because what they are trying to do is get to the next place in life as greatly as they can. So if you have an athlete, they are in athletics and they are working out in between. But not only that, they're also building their transcript in service and arts and everything. So they have a really, really, really strong, strong, strong transcript because in the back of their brains, they're thinking, oh, I need a full ride scholarship and this is one way I'm going to make that happen for the academically gifted teens who are uh, driven, 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 and they want a full ride scholarship. They are studying around the clock and they're also in all of these other activities because um, they need to go all the time and make sure they have a really competitive transcript. So let's let's talk about that, because sometimes what you have then is um, the concern that these teens are going to hit a wall. And, you know, I academic advisor and in my counselor hat, you know, counselor. And I've seen it often enough that somewhere halfway through junior year or beginning of senior year, these poor kids hit a brick wall. They just can't go on or they're having so much anxiety, they're starting to have panic attacks or feel burnout. And uh, so we, you know, we want to keep that from happening if we can. And so what we want to do is help them find some balance. So first then is you want to sit down with your teens and um, might have to start with yourself and say, you know, to yourself and to your teen, okay, Part of what is going on for you is some expectation you've probably picked up from me. And whether I meant to do this or not, it it may have been conveyed to you that I expect you to get a full ride scholarship for college, um, that 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 responsibility is on you and it has to be at Harvard um, or else that you will be a failure and I will be a failure because you didn't go to you know, an Ivy League school. Um, and so, yeah, talk to the team and say, are, are, you know, have I been giving you that expectation? And do we need this expectation? You know, can there be other things that we do um, that are just as good and make those expectations just as real too? Um, so we want to clarify from your end, the implied or said expectations and say, you know, does it have to be? So some, some kids are born 
to go to an Ivy League. Some kids are born to be Olympic type athletes. And, you know, through my years of homeschool advising, I've seen, you know, one or two that, you know, went into Olympic training um, all the way through college and went to Ivy Leagues. There are, you know, a handful of those. And they were supposed to do that. That's That was their their drive and, and delight, and uh, they were not worried about burning out. But for a lot of kids, they could go to a high-powered Christian college or a state college, and they could go to a not high-powered, and, and they would be happy. Um, they don't need the, the, the snobbery of a, a, you know, a high name in the long, long, long run. And so to talk realistically, like, really, what do you need? Like, what is your end goal for college? So you talk to them then, like, is the end goal for college? Is it a career? Is it a healthy life? Um, do you need a degree from Harvard in order to get the job you want? And, you know, if, if that is so, then how do we make those expectations? But a lot of kids realistically don't need to go to an Ivy League school to be employable when they graduate, um, that they can go into all kinds of directions and have healthy, happy, fulfilling careers and lives um, without a big name college. So what they need is the degree. Now, not all kids, no matter how good they are, also are going to get a full ride scholarship somewhere. And so teens need to look at that and say, you know, percentage wise, how many kids actually make it on a full ride on, on academics or on, on like athletics or the arts? Um, basically, most of them don't. And, uh, you know, so with that, realistically, do you want to burn yourself out in high school trying to get a full ride, you know, and then not get it and go like, oh, my gosh, I just lost all my four years of high school where I could have had a little bit of fun. Um, so, let's, you know, to be honest and clear from your part, what your expectations are and then let them say what their expectations are and then talk about, you know, how realistic are, are these expectations? Like, really, really? And can we reel them in so that we can find a healthy level of, of lifestyle and achievement? Okay. All right. Now, with that in mind, then we got the conversation started and it's good then to clarify goals then, you know, so what are my goals? What are my goals in life? What are, are my needs? So teens would say, well, my goal is to be happy. All right. Well, what would happy look like? So, you know, these days research shows that the happiest people tend to be the ones that are doing something in their life that contributes to some kind of good. So that doesn't mean that has to be their career, but they need to have time outside of their career doing something that makes something good. And uh, so that's, you know, a, a life that has room for some kind of service um, or investment in family or community. Um, and so that could be a career. It could be a, a hobby, a pastime. 
you know, say, okay, this is a goal. This is a goal. I want to be happy. It probably needs to have some kind of a meaning to that in making the world a little bit better place. You know, what kind of goals realistically do they, they think they need financially? And so, you know what, you know, teens don't often know, you know, what kind of a salary they need in the long run and to sit down with them and do um, some budgeting and financial planning. So maybe, you know, take a financial literacy course. Seven Sisters has a beautiful financial literacy course that, (coughs) excuse me, my youngest kids have done and have really geared them for a successful adulthood and help them to plan ahead on the kind of career they would need um, to meet their personal financial needs and goals. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's a wise thing to do. Um, you know, if you spend a few minutes on deciding that, then you can also go to Career One Stop with them. That, so that's a, you know, from the federal government, they have a website. Um, so it's Career One Stop. And you look on there and see what are the basic salaries that, that careers make. And it will let you know if a career of interest might meet those goals. And uh, so if they are thinking they need to make, you know, $300,000 a year and the year they graduate, um, you know, how to modify their expectations so that they slow down their high school burnout <laughs> because they really can't. That's not a realistic expectation. Does that, does that make sense? Um, that they can work healthily through high school and get to a, a realistic career goal um, and still have time to, to live life in high school. Okay. All right. So to have goals, you know, all right. Then you write those goals down and then you talk about, you know, like especially salary needs, what are careers and then what colleges have those careers and what scholarships do they have available? And that's, that's the time where you can do some college tours and um, you can check the websites, but to go in person, and say, we want to know, you know, what's the, the possibility, like how many kids on campus get this kind of scholarship and uh, what, what do we have to aim for if we w- would have a hope for that scholarship? And then you work that hard and not overwork. Does that make sense? So you have some balance in there. So that's some goals and exploration. Now, another thing is to help teens who are overachievers learn how to manage their time. And so one of the wisest things you can do is get them to actually see what their time expenditure looks like. And a lot of times overachieving teens are overachieving in one area and underachieving in another area. So they might be overachieving in academics. So they might be, you know, taking high powered level five classes across the board and, you know, doing, um, you know, calculus in 10th grade. And, you know, so they, they might be really, really, really powerful academics. But if you ask, when's the last time they hung out with friends? Um, when's the last time they did some breathing or got eight hours a night's sleep? Um, and that didn't happen. So what we generally recommend to our overachieving teens is to do a time audit for a week. And uh, what, what we have them do is log down what they do through the day 
And then over a week, keep that log going. So he slept this amount of time, you know, took a shower this amount of time, studied this amount of time, ate supper this amount of time, hung out with friends this amount of time. And then they, they put it all together into a pie chart at the end of the week. And when they look at it and say, you know, is this the kind of a pie chart that I want to look? So if it's like 75% study and, you know, like a huge, huge piece of study pie, um, but the sleep slice is only like four or five hours a night sleep, what you have then is a recipe for disaster in the long run because <coughs> we know the adolescent brain needs sleep. Hard to tell them that sometimes, which leads to have them take then a healthy health course where they learn about sleep patterns like the seven sisters health curriculum. So where we look holistically. <laughs> so I'm not trying to do too many shameless plugs here, but this is why it's like as academic advisors in our local homeschool community for decades is we saw worked with these kids and we kind of knew, you know, like what are the guidance and supports that they need? And so that's where the curriculum came from. So, okay. So have them then look at that pie chart and say, okay, how do we make the sleep? So we get eight hours a night sleep. What do we need to cut down on? And then where do we need to add and how do we make a good, healthy, healthy sleep hygiene? So to talk about that holistically and generally overachieving teens, I will give them the homework assignment of spending at least some time every week in person IRL with some friends. Now, you know, sometimes it's just necessary to, to have the you know friendships be in a digital format, whatever, but they need that friend time. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely necessary. And so you get them to experiment with that. You know, if they're the type of teens that are very involved in some kind of situation, um, you know, like athletics where they've got a very powerful coach um, or, you know, competition teams where there's a powerful coach, um, have a talk with them and say, you know, in, with coach leadership, sometimes you have wonderful role models of coaches. And sometimes they're a little quirky in their personalities and say, okay, what leadership kind of things are you learning from this coach that are healthy? And what are some things that we need to recalibrate how you think, you know, are you going to model yourself after this? So if it's, you know, somebody who has an abrasive personality, you talk about the fruit of the spirit. If you, you know, so like, it, do you want to be abrasive like your coach? You know, do you want to, um, you know, he says, okay, you have to work out for three hours a day, you know, and then you end up with, you know, your joints are all taxed and your ligaments are too stretching. Okay, what does my doctor say here? And get, you know, well-rounded self-care kinds of things. Um, so usually coaches are good, but I've run into enough where they are really not being aware that these are adolescents with growing bodies and they also need some friend time too. Okay. And then one of the best things you can do then following those, those uh, discussions after the time audit is to get them to be self-aware on a day-to-day -day basis. And so to ask them each day or have them journal it. So some teens would rather just journal it themselves literally handwriting um, and you don't read it or sometimes they want to talk it out with you and you ask them the three W's. Okay. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling that way? What am I going to do about it? 
So what am I feeling right now? I'm feeling tired. Why am I feeling that way? Because it's been a long day. I've been studying all day or I've been working out all day or I had a, you know, a convention competition all day. All right. So that's why I'm feeling like, what am I going to do about it? Well, I'm going to go to bed, you know, or I'm going to relax and watch a movie. Um, so they, they're going to do, there's always a thing they are feeling. There's always a reason they're feeling that way. And there's always something that's a good choice that they can do with that. And what you're teaching them then is to listen to their own bodies and souls so that when they start feeling a little burnout or a little irritable or a little anxious, they can can explore that and then make a choice in a healthy direction. All right. And then to teach them periodically to kind of imagine the three W's with somebody they care about. You know, so a family member or a friend who may be acting some kind of way and you say, OK, why were they acting that kind of way? So, um, you know, like first W, what what might they have been feeling? Um, they might have been feeling cranky. Why might they have been feeling that way? Well, they you know, their team lost a big game. All right. What can I do about it? And you say, well, I can back up and give them some space or I can send them a text with some fun emojis. Like you don't need to rescue or fix things for people, um, but you cannot be defensive and take it personally if somebody is, is just needing a moment and needing a little space. Or you can set boundaries if somebody's dumping the garbage on you. You know, so, you know, what's my friend feeling? She's feeling cranky. Why is she feeling that way? Um, because her mom yelled at her. And then what am I going to do about, well, I'm not going to let her yell at me about it. You know, I'm going to say, hey, you know, we'll talk later. <laughs> so the three W's applied to themselves and then periodically applied to their friends. What happens in over time is that teens develop realistic goals and realistic strategy to get to those goals where they're not burning themselves out unrealistically. Like, why are we even doing this? You know? but realistic goals that, that give them drive, give them purpose, give them meaning, but not burning out, all right? And also at the same time, developing a healthy lifestyle of self-awareness so that they can be healthy and productive people that, you know, in the long run, glorify God by their personalities and their choices and behaviors. That's pretty cool. Um, and to be the kind people that is the same. Okay. All right. So those are some guidelines, you know, that, that teens need to enjoy some adolescence, <laughs> that uh, they need a little bit of balance in life and to give them permission to have that balance is a really, really good idea. You know, modeling from the parents and then to teach them to monitor and manage themselves through self-awareness. So time audits and exploration and training, you know, financial literacy and health and awareness of themselves, three W's, um, awareness of others, three W's applied to them. Very, very simple. Very, very simple. So um, that way you're not over trying to wear yourself out, overachieving, trying to help your overachiever just settle down and have some balance. Okay. All right. 
So if you've got an overachiever and need some other ideas, one of the, the coolest places I know to, to discuss things is at the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. So it's one word, the number seven, then Sisters Homeschool, all of them squished together as if it's one word. It's Facebook group. And um, our, our seventh sisters and siblings just throw up ideas and questions in the group periodically. And then the other seventh sisters and seventh siblings answer it. So who are the seventh siblings? Well, as seven sisters, there's six sisters. So there's me and Sabrina and Kim and Marilyn and Allison and Sarah. So who's the seventh sister or sibling? It's you. And we are so glad, you know, we're all in this homeschool thing together. And you matter and your kids matter and we all matter in God's eyes. And so we want to support each other and be an encouragement. So the Facebook group is a good place to do that. You can always throw a question up also at info at Seven Sisters Homeschool because one of us sisters is always answering those and we can we can share ideas back and forth in that way. Um, so, you know, you got this, you got this and your teens will get it and they have good futures ahead of them. Okay, all right, well, I'm looking forward to talking to everybody again next week, and I hope that if you have time, you'll go on to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and leave some stars and a review so it makes us more findable. And I also thank Seth Tillman for editing for us and the, homeschool, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, sorry. Um, for, for being the kind of general host, you know, we've been with them for lots of years now. So looking forward to working together for a long time and working with y'all. All right, have a good week.